So we got lucky today because we're here in the LA studios. Yeah. And uh, they're doing hot boxing next door. Yeah. Mike Tyson. Yeah. And the Undertaker is in there. Yeah. Are you going to fight him? No, but he said when he's done there, he's going to come in here. Before we get into today's episode, here is a quick message from our friends at MoneyGram. Living in a digital world, you need everything within a tap of your finger. I'm a physical world guy and I know that's not true for crypto. It's tied up online with no easy way to bring it into the real world. That's why we're excited to share that you can now cash in and out of select digital wallets at participating MoneyGram locations without a bank, credit card, or debit card. Flex your finances using the only digital wallets with real cash access activated by MoneyGram. Learn more at moneygram.com slash wallets. And check out the link in our description. Now let's get into the episode. I actually, I saw him walk in and I just saw Rick Thorne. Yeah. Rick Thorne dropped off some photos because he did that eight by 10 collab yeah. thing. Yeah. And I was like, hey, Rick. Like, he's like, hey, what's up? I go, because I was sitting next to him. Yeah. I was sitting next to the Undertaker. He was here in this building. Yeah. And I go, hey, uh, this is my friend Rick. And he's like, what's up, dude? What's your name? And, and then did he like, say The Undertaker? No, he's like, oh, Mark, how you doing? And then, See, the, and, and, then and then Rick left. And two minutes later, he's like, dude, I just realized that's The Undertaker. Dude, I, I can't he believe I asked be a big his guy in a flannel. You don't know that. <laughs> There's actually a BMX trick called The Undertaker. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I don't know what it is, but. Oh, well, I guess I know where that came from. <laughs> so that's on Rick, but we'll tell him the story when he gets here. Yeah. I wonder how much harder his slap would be than uh, Jamie Hayter. Oh, God. <laughs> oh! I'm, I don't. I don't even want to venture to guess. He was thinking about fighting Brug Lesnar. Yeah. Like in a real fight. Really? Yeah. The Undertaker. Yeah. That's what I heard. I saw one time uh, Brug Lesnar beat someone up, and then when he was leaving the cage, he walked past the Undertaker, and the Undertaker was like. <laughs> and the guy and the guy next to him said, what's up? And he's like, well, we've got unfinished business. He's going to fight in the UFC, and then it never happened. But if he thought that he could beat Brock Lesnar or just at least not die, then he mm. must be gnarly. Like he might be able to beat me up. He's he's uh he's tall. Yeah. He's taller than me. Right. Yeah, he's he's a huge person. That's kind of how that goes in that game. You gotta be in that game. Huge. And if you're the undertaker, you can't be small. That wouldn't make any sense. True. Who who yeah. are you taking under? You know, you're a little guy. <laughs> But if you're a big guy, you can take anyone under. Well, I'm excited. Did for, you ever watch any what, of the any of the um, any of their events? You're asking me, have I ever seen the Undertaker in, in action? action? Yeah, I have. Yeah, I'm aware yeah. of the Undertaker. Yeah, I feel like uh, I've seen him in some cage matches. Uh, I've seen him uh, come out of the roof. I think. Yeah, he might come, have out, come of out of the roof. Yeah, like he does drop this, from the ceiling. He comes out of nowhere. Like one minute it's no one there, and then it goes dark. And the light comes on, and there he is, creepy. That's that, his brand. Yeah, he like if I was married to him, I'd be scared, because you never know where he's gonna pop up. 
You know, you could be in the bathroom. <laughs> He's just always in character. Doing a poopy and all of a sudden the lights go off and they come back on <laughs> and there he is. And you're like, ah, oh, man. I'm so glad he's not here to hear that. It's not going to happen. He's not here. So glad it's not happening. Wait, the light went off. The light's off. I can't see anything, you guys. Holy. What's up, guys? The Undertaker is here. I told you. It he is. Was, he was not believing me that, that you were here. The light thing is kind of a. It's hard habit to break. Always, yeah. Always, always well, we were just lights. talking about your entrances and, and how epic they were. And so we decided that we should try to make it work here. We turned them off once and you didn't show up. My timing isn't quite what it used to be with the, <laughs> right. with the lights up. But it still works if you try hard enough. If you try hard enough, it'll 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 work its way out. I Thanks was saying for joining to Tony us. that it might be scary to be your wife because you could appear out of nowhere in, <laughs> in, in like if she was in the bathroom doing her business and then all of a sudden the light went off in the bathroom then it came back on and you were there that'd yeah. be very scary it would be probably more scary for me um, <laughs> <laughs> she don't play the uh, yeah she don't play that undertaker stuff she would probably just kick my ass and send me on my way real quick so you're saying that you cannot intimidate your wife with the undertaker it doesn't no. work you, you, it's it's a funny story when, when she she came to the W. She was a she was a wrestler as well, and when she came to the WWE, there was two people that she did not want to meet. One was Kane, my brother, and the other one was obviously me. Because you're scared, you guys yeah, are oh, yeah. scared, creepy. Yeah, 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 yeah. creepy. Well, yeah, you you pop up out of nowhere. You guys are terrifying. <laughs> well, yeah, you're yeah. always killing people, talking about death. Yeah, I mean, it's terrifying. You know, I mean, it's you know, it's we're all into our own things, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, she would find out that Kane's probably one of the nicest guys that she's ever met, and then she ended up marrying me. So, right. you know, you can't judge a book by the cover, right? Guess not. Psst, I'm a big old titty bear. You should. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nobody bought that. I, I, no. That's all, right. that's all right. I saw a long time ago Brock Lesnar, when he was in the UFC, walk by you and you stared him down, and someone asked you a question. It looked to me. Like you were like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm probably gonna mix up, mix it up with this guy, right? Pretty soon, and I was like, really? Was that real? Like, cause I was there. No, I was, I was strictly there to, to, to pick a fight, um, but I pick a fight on, on our format, not okay. his format. Okay. Uh, and it took, I don't know. We did that, and then nothing happened. Um, what do you mean nothing happened? People didn't, you didn't do the fight, or no, no, not, not till years later. We didn't. Um, Unbeknownst to Vince or myself, like Dana had no clue what was what was going on. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. You did a little inside promo. Yeah, and we, we we weren't aware of the fact that Dana did not know that that I was gonna that I was gonna do that. Yeah. And uh, how was he about that? He was not happy. Right. Yeah, he was not happy that he gets somebody unhappy from, about things sometimes. So that, that that some guy from the WWE is challenging his biggest draw, and uh, yeah. Um, yeah, but we thought he was on board with it, and everybody, you know, everybody was. I would have thought that it was a win-win for everybody. It probably could have been, um, but again, it didn't happen. You know, for for years. I mean, it was years later before he got out or he left UFC, and then came back to the WWE. So um, we jumped the gun a little bit on the timing, right. but uh, uh, it, I thought it, it was a buzz in the MMA community. Oh yeah, no doubt. No, it I was, was like, are you gonna? Yeah. Are they gonna sign you? Did that ever? No, 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 no. It was too late in the game for me to switch right. over. 
and uh, and train for a you know for an you, MMA do fight. Do you train any of that stuff? Yeah, I used to quite a bit. Okay. I, I used to you know uh, I used to box quite a bit. Oh, and, okay. And, and uh, you know I roll do some jujitsu there now, um, but yeah, you know, my joints are so beat up now that I, I don't, yeah. You know, I'll do it for, like for a workout. You know, I'll hit a heavy bag now right. and then, but yeah, I don't. Uh, I think it's know. amazing the punishment you guys go through, but then to be, because you know, I we skate, we go through punishment, but I also know from being a little bit heavy for a pro skateboarder that mm-hmm. it's it's a harder hit, and yeah. you're way bigger than I. Like you're way bigger than anybody that has ever been a pro skateboarder. Yeah, how well, are those that, slams? Yeah, I mean, for that's a big all, guy. But it, I guess it all kind of weighs out, like. We're, we're hitting usually on a mat you guys are hitting concrete and rails yeah and stuff well, like we, that, we so. had that conversation with, with darby but but the the consistent abuse and the consistent fall at night after night after night i mean yeah. you were and you were doing it at a time when no one was really getting much break right no 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 i had early on in my career with wwe i had an eight-year stretch where i averaged 250 dates a year dude I would go out. The, the, <laughs> and some of those are like cage matches and stuff. Yeah, there's where you cage are. matches, and but they all kind of run to, run together because you know there was a time I did 35 nights in a row. That's unreal. And and that's a different city too. So no so, no time to heal and rest. No. You're just straight on the plane. No, you're straight on the plane or you're straight in the car. Um, and we didn't have. I mean, it's it's really cool now to see how our industry has evolved yeah. in the sense that now we have we have doctors that travel with us we have trainers that you know we have a medical team that you know anytime that something happens now there's somebody on it immediately yeah. you know early on you know you you guys weren't nothing. you guys weren't icing and stuff right? oh no i mean not, you weren't icing we weren't doing anything right. but just, just trying to strap it down and do it all over again the next night all right I had an injury. I was in um, I was in Springfield, Massachusetts. I was wrestling a guy by the name of uh, Mabel. He was my height, which is about six eight, six nine, but he was like five hundred pounds. Yeah, and he was just grossly out of shape. His cardio was horrible. Yeah, and so you know, and that, that's usually a lot of the times that's how injuries occur when somebody's doesn't have the, their cardio and can't keep up within in a match and this is exactly what happened you know we're in the match and i'm flying around and and he was supposed to be someplace he and didn't he get wasn't there in time right. so he tried to compensate and instead of hitting me you know with with this part of his arm he lunged and i run i'm coming off of the ropes full steam yeah. and basically run right straight into a big punch hand hits me in in my eye socket and then i have an orbital uh i have an orbital blowout fracture yeah right we get back so i think i've just caught one right i've got i'm gonna have a shiner it is what it is not with that we're driving back we were we were kind of staying in boston and making all these little towns around boston on this particular loop and um my manager paul bearer was driving i'm sitting in the car and it wasn't, I didn't even really blow my nose. I just kind of went yeah, like that. That's, Knoxville. How you, that's how you do it. And, and Fighters do it all the time. my face just, it blew up. Yeah. And I, so I did have a bag of ice. So I put the bag of ice back on it. It goes back down. And uh, like any, like if I sneezed, anything like yeah. my whole face just puffed out. Yeah. I think oh, well, I still, I'm not smart enough at that particular time to realize that there may be something wrong with my, 
with yeah. my, you know, with my my face. But but you, no, didn't it, it didn't affect your eyesight? That one didn't. That 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 one didn't. I end up. <laughs> How many times you broke <laughs> your orbital? I've broken both of them. Oh wow! Yeah. So I wrestled two more nights. And How doesn't it blow up? Just it, shaking yeah, your head. Yeah, yeah. It 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 would, but you know, it was. You know, back then our mentality was, if you walk, you go to the ring. Yep. You know, because it it's when you don't show up to events, and you know we're struggling it too. We, you know, our our business isn't like it is now. So anytime that you you miss a show or something like that, it adversely affects the next time we run that city because people will think about like, well, I bought tickets to see such and such, yeah. and he didn't yeah. show, so am I going to do it again? So there's that mentality: you got to go to the ring, you got to work. Yeah. It's the best. What's best for business? And um, but anyway, so I'd work two more nights, and um, I don't even remember what town it was, somewhere up there around Boston. And I was going to have, I was going to meet one of the other guys at a bar after the show. And we were staying in different hotels. So Rest he's up. Yeah. Yeah. We were going to yeah, yeah. replenish, replenish, yes. replenish our fluids. <laughs> and uh, I couldn't find the bar. And so I'm driving back to my hotel. It's about 1230, one in the morning. And I see this, like, it's a kind of a rural area. And I drive by and I see a sign that right sticking out, it says hospital. I said, you know what? I'm going to drive through there. And if there's nobody in the emergency room, yeah. I'm going to go get this thing checked out. Because yeah. I know something's not right. I just yeah. don't know what it is. Broken so, orbital does give hints. So I drive in there. There's nobody, I mean, nobody in the emergency room. Yeah. I park, I get in, I go, they give me a CAT scan. The doctor comes out and he goes, well, you've lost about 50% of your orbital floor. I'm like, excuse me? <laughs> he goes, yeah, you need to go home and find you an, an ophthalmologist and a surgeon and yeah, comes out, comes to find out, I had to end up losing 90% of my orbital floor. So what are they? My, my, my optic nerve is setting right on top of a jagged piece of bone. Oh my God. If I'd have got hit in the right side of my head again, there's a good chance I'd have lost my eye. And uh, so anyway, yeah, it took two surgeons. They go in, they pick out all the, uh, all the bone fragments yeah. and then they put in a, you know. Fake one, right? Yeah, put yeah. in a fake one. And then years down the, the line, so he was one of the bigger guys. And then one of our littlest guys, like Ray Mysterio, yeah. he's a tiny guy, sweetheart of a guy. He ended up jumping off of a top rope, and his, his ass was supposed to hit me in the chest, but it hit me right in the face. <laughs> wait, no wait. Way. You got your own little broke by an anus? Yeah, I did. <laughs> My, I got. I got. I didn't even know that was possible. That's, very, yeah. that's a very specific area that of the is ass, incredible. though. He was, was a little dude. It was about like a, this bony, a bony ass. ass. It was a bony ass, yeah, and it was right. right on the bridge of my nose. <laughs> right. So, so he lands, and then he drives me. You know, I, I got all of his weight on my head, and I hit the mat and uh, blew out my other one. Was, did you know it at that time? Since you've had already been through I, it, oh, I did. No. I didn't know. I knew it was like possible, but yeah. I also it broke my broke my nose. And, oh. I, and, it, and I got concussed all on the oh. one deal. I did. You could tell. That is a hot ass, Next man. level. Yeah. yeah. We talk and, about a lot of injuries on the show, and I don't think we've gone into this territory. Yeah. <laughs> I've never was, been uh, injured by an anus. Yeah, it's hard being injured by an anus. <laughs> <laughs> I would wear that with pride. <laughs> uh, but yeah, my nose was broke. I fixed my nose right there. I just squeezed my nose back. And... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> was there was there a risk that your face would be lopsided from either of the fractures? So this one, that so the 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 second one, 
And to this day, and this has been year, I mean, this has probably been 15 years ago that that happened. I still have double vision. Really? Yeah. So I can look straight and I'm fine, but to look kind of like my peripheral vision, everything becomes opaque. Oh, harsh. Yeah. Wow. So, so like that, if I look up, it's opaque, anything to my side. So I, I continued to wrestle. So then, you know, from that point forward, I had to make sure that, you know, I couldn't just rely on my, on. my eyes. I had to turn yep. so that I could always make sure that everybody was clear and I knew exactly where everybody was at. So, well, that's why I'm not wrestling because I can't turn my neck that far to look at people straight on. So. Yeah. How's your neck? Because you guys my always neck, hurt your neck too. Yeah. Right? My neck's jammed up. My, my, I need new knees. Um, yeah. You, know, you haven't had new knees yet. No, not yet. I've Holding put off. it off. I've put it off. That's cool. But um, yeah, it's getting to a point now where i think you know i need quality of life right I right just, and they're getting I, I, better man every year i keep seeing people that get knee replacements and hip replacements yeah. where they're back and like better than ever yeah my hips I've, I've already redone my hips um i don't have full hip replacements i have what they call the birmingham hip resurface uh. and that's where they they take the they go in i got a zipper like that on my on my hip where they go in they take the head of the femur, and they take all the arthritis and the scar tissue off of it. Yeah. They drill a hole in it, and they put a titanium cap awesome. right over the head of the femur. And then they go in the uh, acetabulum. They do the same thing. They clean out the socket part, and there's a titanium cup that they hammer in there. Cool. It's awesome. It, you got on both? I got them on both sides now. That's the, wow. why, that's the only way I was able to keep wrestling. If I'd have had total hips done, I mm -hmm. wouldn't have been able to wrestle. But um, It's so wild that you just thinking about from the time you started when it was not established mm. when it was all very renegade and like you said there's no doctors and whatever but to push through i mean you you told me it was almost 30 years in the ring right yeah over 30 years over 30 of years in the ring, ring. yeah mm -hmm. 34 34 30, to persevere 34, through yeah. that seems like against all odds it's uh it's been crazy like i think i'm a lot tougher than i am smart uh, <laughs> I think which we all are. Yeah, I feel like that helps for this particular. Yeah, I mean, because you know lifestyle, you have to. You realize, like, okay, this is what this comes with it. Yeah, you know, skateboard. You know, falls come with. I mean, yeah, it's just it's inevitable. It's part of it. You accept it, yep. and that's kind of my mentality. Is like, okay, you want to do this. This is your passion. This is the downside. Yeah, and then you know, I never made any. I always knew at some point I was going to have to have joints replaced and but it was it was worth it i was gonna say that's so it's like to justify it like people look at me like why would you keep hurting yourself and like how can you justify it and i'm like it's the greatest thing i'm positive that the greatest thing that will ever happen to me is that and if mm -hmm. and if i limp or i'm in pain when i'm older it doesn't bother me like I, no. i'm like well but if you weren't if you were completely healed and you weren't in pain but then you take away all the things that I got from skateboarding. I'm not making that trade. Like no. I'll hobble. I'll go to Columbia and get stem cells. Yep. I got friends. You know, we all talk about knee replacements and this ain't working. And I'm getting this. Well, this is the game. This is what we. It's kind of a badge of honor. I, you, you do. I like my friends when they tell me that their leg doesn't work anymore and that they're trying to get it to heal. I'm like, yeah, man, I get it. I can't look behind me anymore. This is the game. Yeah. No, absolutely. And that's a. You know, it is. I, you you hit it on the head. It's a kind of our badge of honor, right? Because um, it's not easy. No, it isn't easy. If it was easy, everybody would do That's it. That's right. That's right. That's why we're here, crippled, <laughs> <laughs> and laughing about it, right? Yeah. So yeah, yeah it's, it's still not. But you get a lot of good stories. 
Amazing. I mean, story. you're doing yeah. you're doing a show now, telling your stories. Yeah. Right? So you know, it, for my character for 30 years was the Undertaker, right? And for 30 years, I said nothing like this. Like I would never sit down for an interview like mm -hmm. this or any. I would never put myself in that situation. Only thing that people got was that a relief though back then. Um, it was a lot of work actually because I lived I lived my TV character even in public. I see. Um, mm -hmm. Although I didn't wear like my Undertaker garb, but you were recognizable. Airport, I mean, you're, but you knew who yeah. that was because I was in a like I had a long black leather coat. Yep. it was a you know it was oh a, what we did we did the DraftKings commercial because it's out now. Yeah, and as soon as I saw you from a distance, I mean, I didn't follow wrestling, but I was like, oh, there's the Undertaker. Oh, that's He's that here, guy, right? Yeah, but that was my that character was so it was so over the top and so ominous, like. And I wish I could say that I had the, I was smart. I, I wasn't smart, but it was just something that clicked in me. It's like, you can't be this guy on TV and then be walking through an airport no. with shorts on and a, and a floral print shirt and yeah. then expect people to be invested in what you but Especially do. in those early days when it was all the rage or whatever, all the, the controversy was like, is it fake? Right. Is it not fake? And it's like, do you want to wear shorts and a floral shirt? <laughs> Deep down I do. Yeah. yeah. No, absolutely. No, one I, day, I mean, Undertaker. One day, one, one day. Let it go. Yeah, you know, what do we? You know, my wife and I. We, we go down to Turks and Caicos. I let right. it all loose. You know, I break out all the floral. And, you know. <laughs> but you don't take photos. I don't take photos though. I'm smart. <laughs> see smart. what you're doing. I get. Yeah. You see what I'm doing there. No, no, smart. Yeah. Uh, so you stay scary, man. Yeah. The lights come off. You show up. Be smart. Don't start. Kick the habit. Put it out before it puts you out. All the phrases we've heard a hundred times to stop bad habits. Bad habits can be hard to kick. Our sponsor, Fume, is on a mission. Fume is a natural diffusive device that uses plants and behavioral science to help you trade out your negative habit for a positive one. Fume is not a vape. It's a non-electric device designed to transform your negative habits. Instead of pods filled with potentially harmful chemicals like a vape, Fume uses cores infused with plants like peppermint and cinnamon for delicious natural flavors. Ooh. Delicious. Fume's new version 2 model has an adjustable airflow dial and a magnetic end cap. Your fingers will always have something to do. Man, I need this. The easiest way to stop a bad habit is to switch to a positive one, and Fume is designed perfectly to do just that. It's Fume's goal to make switching easy and even enjoyable. They have thousands of five-star reviews from people just like you who have successfully switched when other solutions just didn't work. Head to tryfume.com and use the code HVW to save 10% off when you get to the journey pack today. That's tryfum.com and use code HVW to save an additional 10% off on your order today. You know, Tony, we should have started this whole podcasting thing sooner. Why? Because we'd be way better than we are at it now? No, because I would have had a full head of hair if I had known about our new sponsor, Nutrafol. Well, I think we should have had to start podcasting before podcasting ever existed for that to have happened. Ah, uh, ooh, I didn't write that. Uh, well, for everyone else out there, Nutrafol has the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement clinically shown to improve your hair growth, thickness, and visible scalp coverage. Nutrafol's hair growth, nutraceuticals go beyond genetics to multi-target the root cause of thinning, including stress, hormones, nutrition, metabolism, aging, hello, and lifestyle through whole body health. 
That was for both of us. We're okay. Nutrafol is also trusted and recommended by more than 3,000 top doctors. You can grow thicker, healthier hair, and support our show by going to Nutrafol.com slash men and entering the promo code HAWKWOLF to save $15 off your first month's subscription. This is their best offer anywhere, and it's only available to U.S. customers for a limited time. Plus, free shipping on every order. Get $15 off at Nutrafol.com slash men, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com slash men, promo code HAWKWOLF. Now back to the show. The, the stories, that's kind of where, where we're at now. Like, like I'm kind of coming to grips with the fact that, that this is where we're at with social media and all of that. So people are just clamoring to hear what I have to say because I didn't say yeah. anything for 30 years about things. So um, I'm taking around kind of, it's kind of a, I don't know, it's kind of a TED Talk by a pastor who cusses a little. Smoking I mean, word. You, you know, it, it, it's just, but it's kind of me telling my stories, uh, you know, the things that people wouldn't necessarily think of when they think of the Undertaker character. You know, I've got a show coming up in, in Montreal, and Montreal was just one of those towns that I'm sure y'all have been there. I mean, it's, a, it's a good town yeah, to go yeah. have fun in. Yeah. And I did. I had a lot of good times. And, yeah. you know, so I'll be able to elaborate on some of those stories right. and, and share those. And, and uh, you know, and people, I don't know why, they, they seem more interested in that content than our actual wrestling content right yeah, now. Yeah, because it makes the wrestling even cooler to know yeah. that you guys were wasted and hung over and showed up and yeah. kept going. It's more of the, the rock and roll story. Yeah, absolutely. Do and you like puppy dogs? Do I like puppy dogs? Yeah. Like, would you befriend a puppy and hold it and stuff? Um, or would you eat it? <laughs> Depends like, on what kind of puppy it was. Like, do I you guess. like kittens and things? No, I don't like kittens. No, right. but I like dogs. I love dogs. Are you saying that because we're being recorded, or like, is off cam? You would like wear a floral shirt and pet a kitten, or you hate? No, kittens? I would. I would wear a floral shirt and pet a dog. Right, but not a cat. Not a cat guy. Not, not a cat guy. No. Okay. No, we're not all cat guys. It's, it's, He's a cat I mean, guy. I don't judge you. I'm not a cat you. guy. I'm an animal guy. <laughs> no, I'm, a, I'm an animal guy. I love animals. I just don't particularly like cats. But fair enough. I don't judge. I thought the you're cats all, if you like cats, that's all you, brother. Thanks, Undertaker. You're welcome. <laughs> you have his permission. That means a lot. That does mean a lot. I can't wait to go home and tell my cats <laughs> that I got approval to like them from the Undertaker. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it was really cool when I got to when I got to meet you at the DraftKings shoot. Um, you and I took a photo together, and I sent it to a couple of my kids. And from their reaction, I could tell that oh, this is a big deal to have a photo with you. <laughs> and so I put it on my social media, and it's my the, the most liked thing that I've ever done, pretty much. Yeah. So thank you for that. No, well, no, I'm glad. Wow, can we take a photo after the show? <laughs> you should. You should. <laughs> I didn't know yeah. it was like that. It's uh, it's weird. It, it, I think that more so that it just kind of shows the, the the arms, I guess that, yeah. that wrestling has. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, it, it's it's I th people kind of like uh, everybody has like we were talking about a little earlier. Like people have all these preconceived ideas about what wrestling is and what it isn't, and you know it's entertainment. Yeah. And you would be amazed at the athletes that show up at our live event, our oh. events. I mean, it's just and 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 athletes are and entertainers from other genres too, yeah. and just watch them be little kids. It's yeah. crazy, 
to see, you know, all these, like these, off, these football players, like offensive linemen, big, huge dudes that their sole job is to protect that quarterback, but just see them on the front row and just all again, like they're 12 years old and just having a blast. Because that's when it, that's, you know, I was, when I watched it, that's when I was, I was a little kid and it was mm -hmm. like, you guys are the coolest guys on TV. So well, like stay, even when I got older and wasn't following wrestling, I still knew it was just like a part of, it's like, I, I, maybe I don't have a U2 album, but I'm pretty freaking aware of U2. Like I'm aware, right. I knew, and then now that there's yeah. social media, I've seen a lot of fights that I that I didn't go to, but right. I've seen it. And I'm like, whoa, you guys jumped off. I didn't know you guys jumped off cages that high. Like, and then I start <laughs> watching it. So I'm aware of yeah. a lot of slams that you guys have done. And and mm. I was at one point being a pro skateboarder and then a pro fighter. I was always talking. It's not even real. It's not a real sport. Right. And then uh, I had some friends in MMA, had some wrestlers that were there talking about the continuous beatdown. And I was like, oh, yeah, I could see that. Okay, I'm starting to accept it. And then I went to wrestling school mm -hmm. and did like, because I was going to do a, a wrestling right. show. So I did the work to try and like learn how to suplex people slightly correctly so I didn't get too buckled. Right. But from doing it, I was like, I'm like, really sore like the yeah. next day i was like i am really sore you know what i don't want to do right now wrestle and that's what <laughs> I, and that's what i went wow like you know yeah. when you start talking about yeah. 300 days yeah and stuff, i mean that, that's, that's just insane, insane. We, we did yeah. we did our our boom and puck sham tour which was the most uh i don't know exhausting the most effort the most like a game that we've ever mm. done night after night right and we could only do four nights in a row Right. before we had to take at least one or two days off. And yeah. and even then we're still tired from those shows. I sure. can't imagine that you guys just went night after night. Yeah, it, it, you know, you look back at it now and like, I don't know how we did it. Whose but, idea was it to be that tough? Like, why did you all agree to just, like we said four <laughs> days and I can't walk. Why didn't you all say on the fourth day, hey, uh, you know, Vince, baby, you know, like, uh, can we take one day off? And he says, no. And you all go, like, somebody's like, I feel fine. Let's go. And you go, okay, then so do I. Yeah, that's kind of, yeah. I mean, it, it's it, it was the game. And and to be at that level, you know, you just did what you, you kind of, what I'm you're sure told. It felt there's like no union, there's no anything right. else. So it's like, okay, these are the bookings. This is what you've got to do. So we went out and, and did it. And it's just, yeah, I wish I could say, you know, we, we were, you know, we were tough, but it was just what was expected. And was there ever times where you were all mangled, sitting in a room, going, huh, "You know, what I mean, like Nick, you know, we're ready. You ready?" And it's like, "I, I yeah. yeah, but holy, like, no, no, all the time, man. I mean, you just, <laughs> I mean, you stay. Don't touch this side. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> was there on this that? side? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stay over here. <laughs> over here, not so much. Don't touch this. Don't yeah. touch that. Yeah. It, it, oh man. Yeah. I mean, there's there, there's just certain times that guys have had to go to the ring with really significant injuries, right. and, and you, you and you know that, um, and and you try to you know you try to work around right. it as much you can. But you know, I remember getting my ribs broke, and yeah. oh, to wrestle with broken. Oh ribs, my gosh. There's no. There's it's, not one part of wrestling that doesn't involve that hurting. Oh man. You know, and not even, one part. I got a. I had a. 
they found me a flak jacket, right? Like the quarterbacks wear. Yeah. When they get their ribs dinged up. So they oh, had, so they try to strap it down. Yeah. No. No, I know. Taking when you have broken if ribs, ribs, you can't you breathe. breathe. Yes, you breathe. Yeah. You sneeze. Yeah. It just it's it's you know. You can't and I'm working, laugh, you can't do any of that. And I'm working with a guy at the time, his name was Yokozuna. Yeah. Who was like six foot four and six hundred pounds. Big Samoan dude, right? Six hundred dude. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's 600 it's a, it's so a lot crazy it's a lot he, he, and, but he was crazy athletic even for at that size yeah oh my it's amazing it, it defies what your brain can yeah. actually reason like you there's there's no way that he should be able to move the way that he could yeah but that being said too anything he does to touch you when you have broken ribs is just like <laughs> you know it's yeah. like it feels like a just like a dagger stuck in you'd your have ribs. a pretty tight like relationship with these guys it's like you're going mm. through war together for decades for yeah for a long long period of time like hey man my ribs are broken so work yeah. with me put on a good show but also try not to like really kill me because i'm dying yeah yeah that's I like mean, a that's, lot of trust th there is a lot of trust there yeah. and you and it, it, it does sometimes it takes a it takes that kind of cooperation um to to, to get through and right but 30 plus years you must have seen Quite a few come and go in that time. I've seen guys come and go, come back again and go again during your during whole my tenure. Yeah, yeah, my tenure. Wild. Yeah, it's it was. Yeah, I was there nonstop for over thirty years, so I saw them all, man. I mean, you name them, and from from nineteen ninety to the present, I've seen them all. So it's uh, wow, it's been nuts. Did you? like slow down when you got older in the partying thing to to, oh, yeah. to keep okay so oh, yeah, yeah. at one point you got serious when you got older yeah I, and it just kind of happened I didn't, it wasn't like right. a decision that i needed I, like i just i just stopped for you know and then yeah and then once i became happy in my personal life uh, too um you know things yep. it, there was just no need to run it, after the show anymore. Yeah, yeah yeah exactly sit and, in the enjoyment of your existence yeah yeah, yeah. But um, did you have a problem with drugs and alcohol? No, 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 I didn't have a problem. But uh, you know, I mean, I could always find them. Right. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, no. I never had a problem. I was very fortunate because I was around. I was around a lot of guys that 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 couldn't and right. did have problems. And yeah, um, it, it's it's really tough to to watch. I somebody. feel like that helped Tony. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Saw so many of my peers uh, fall yeah. down that path and watched their skills fade and i was like no nah, can't yeah. do that yeah that, that just being witnessing that yeah you know it'll, a lot of times it'll just say yeah i don't there's nothing in that field i actually i need nothing of that <laughs> when it right. got later on in your career and you were doing matches was did you like would you still want to do a match right now if you're absolutely right if so i was physically able to do it i would be out there right so now. does it come to like the last couple of matches your body is trying to not cooperate mm -hmm. but you're doing it a lot of stress because people are like you know you're a legend you're back he's back like yeah. is he gonna be you know because people just want you to stay in this pocket of the 80s where your body mm -hmm. flies over like you were 28 but you're not yeah what's that it, it, like and it's and it's crazy because there's a there's a huge amount of our fan base that will even grade you on a curve like they understand that you're that you're, you know, you're, yep. you're, you're getting long in the tooth. <laughs> You've got a lot of miles on you, but they just want you out there. Right. And then there's that, that one part of the fan base, like, ah, oh, man, he's old. He's, he shouldn't be out there. He shouldn't right. be doing this. Um, 
but it's mostly feel positive. That. I think I think but it, <laughs> I feel I, that I think exact, it's, yeah. I feel that exact fan base. I think it's yeah. turned around a lot for skateboarding because lately, old guys when we skate, it's there's a lot more appreciation from the younger yeah. than than I ever recall. Yeah, and, and that and that's that's what it's like. I would be without without any hesitation at all if I felt like I could go and deliver and be right. and 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 deliver a performance that people expect when they see my name on the card. Yep. I would I would do it, but I know I can't, and that's that's the. Has uh, that been a difficult transition? It has been to, a horrible transition, for right? Because I remember not being a skateboarder, like the way the way I see mm -hmm. myself and being normal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is what I called it. Yeah, I was like, this is not going to work for me. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta find something to, you know, go insane on. Yes, you know, I, I found radio and and fighting in comedy but it had to be all those things to match the skateboard the one skateboard thing yes i don't know that i'll ever find a passion like i did for actually being in the ring right i'm doing the one-man show and i'm enjoying that and it's a different it, it's new to me so i can pour myself into it again but i don't know that i will ever have that that passion yeah. that, that wrestling gave to me um and then and then you know there again, there's you watch our, you know, I watch the product and I'm thinking like, damn, I would have done that different. I would have done it this way. I know, right? you know, and you're kind of <laughs> like, oh man, I wish, yeah. you know, why don't you work? Yeah. Right? What was the yeah. what was the spark in the beginning? Um, it was or the moment like where you had epiphany that this is it. Uh, it it was crazy. Like, so I'm in college playing basketball, and I start my training between my, 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 my junior and senior year of college, I start training to be a wrestler. And the, the whole goal back then when guys would train you is to get, is to run you off. They want to take your money. It's a big, it was a big scam, right? Wow. So they want to take your money and then run you off. So basically they, they PT you to death, right? They just run you and just do everything they can to wear you out, tire you out, break your will. And, it was just like, and that's and that's exactly what happened to me. And um, you know, I'm I'm in the ring with a with a really good amber, not a, in the ring. I'm actually in his yard. His guy's name was Buzz Sawyer, and so we conditioned for two hours straight. And then Buzz comes out, and then amateur wrestles us, right? And I mean, <laughs> you know, amateur wrestling is 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 totally it's so legit and yeah. it's so. And if you're not if you're not a wrestler. I mean, you're you're yeah. you're 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 helpless. Or you really are. It's probably the best martial art. I think so. I mean, to like be able to just, protect yourself, right? Like right? if you if you're in trouble and and you have a pedigree, yes. you're throwing that guy around. You can you can throw him down or hold him down until right. something else happens. Yep. Yeah. But so you're you know here I am and I growing up in Texas, um, you know at that time there wasn't a real big wrestling amateur wrestling program okay it came later on to texas um now you know boxing and all that was fine but wrestling was a whole different deal and he'd wear you he'd wear us out man and then he'd come out and just you know cross faces and just wrenches and and all the whole thing was to run you off is to get rid of you yeah and uh you know then he just you know he's like well you quit I well that all adds up as to why you guys can do a show uh every every day of the year because you went to a school where people immediately tried to destroy you yeah so if you're even somewhat substantial of a wrestler that means you stayed through yeah. this ridiculousness yeah. so now you're like whatever wrestling every day like i just 
At least I'm getting paid. Yeah, I'm getting paid. Right, I'm getting paid to do it. And uh, no, it definitely, it 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 definitely weeded. You know, I think I started. There was fifteen to twenty guys started, and I was the only one that that came out and and made it. So, what was the moment where you said, "Oh, this is it"? uh, I don't know. Were you the undertaker the whole time? No, 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 no. I had so many different names um, until I didn't become Undertaker until nineteen ninety. Were, it, were the other names? You wouldn't even know them. I mean, right. they, were, they weren't they were successful. Irrelevant. They weren't successful. No. Was Undertaker immediate? Undertaker kind of yeah, it took off from the from the get go. So is that like a feel like when Tony's saying when did you feel like things were happening? Is would that be close? Well, to no, it? I was I was I was climbing the ladder. Um, you know, I was still getting. You know, I was still. I was told before I became right before I became Undertaker, I was in in WCW. And um, I was trying to renegotiate my contract. And I'll go into uh, the, the CNN building there in downtown Atlanta. You or manager or just you? I was just me. Hell just yeah. me doing it. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I was like, I wasn't, I was just looking for a little bump yeah. in, in my, you know, in my pay. I wasn't trying to break the bank. I knew I was still green and I still had a lot to learn, but I yeah. needed, I needed more money. Yeah. And uh, I remember them looking directly in me, right in my eyes, and they go, you know, you're, you're a really athletic guy. He goes, but no one's ever going to pay money to see you wrestle. I was like, okay. That's it. That was it. And at that point I said, okay, well, my days here are numbered now. Like they've already gave me a ceiling and they've basically let me know there's absolutely zero future for me. Right. And, um, that's inspiring. Oh yeah, it, well, it did. It did. It, it, you know, oh, I could have okay. took that two ways. I could have, I could have folded, but it lit another fire under me. Yep. That said, no, I'm going to prove these wrong. Right. Because you know, and that's that's how that was my mentality, and all this that I'd been through already to get to that point, only to get you know, I think now I've made it. Yeah. And now I'm on the fast train to the top, and then bam, I get a hit with a dose of reality. Like, yeah, you're not ever going to draw money. You're never going to. People are never going to pay money to see you wrestle. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But to, but the initial to get back, you know, the initial fire was just once I started training and, and it was just like, yeah, this is, and like I hadn't, I had no taste of really anything that was going to happen, mm-hmm. but it was just like, yeah, this is cool. This is, this is, this is what I want to do. Yeah. And, you know, I was really passionate about playing basketball until that fire lit. And then I could care less about basketball, could care less to this day about <laughs> so basketball. Cool. Um, yeah, so were you around? And sorry, I don't know the years exactly, but the whole Andy Kaufman uh thing that was before my time, that was before your time, but I I do remember it very, very clearly. And man, that was huge! That was huge, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that that was you know, because that was back so in that that era, yeah. yeah, in that era, our guys still defended wrestling as being 100% legit, right? I mean, you know, you remember, I don't know if you remember David Schultz. Slapping John Stossel. Yeah. yeah. Didn't he deafen him? Oh my gosh. He knocked the shit out of like him. Like he perforated He said, Well, drum. I think this is all fake. And man, he yeah. just went back. Yeah. There he went. He yeah. says, is that, is that fake? Yeah. Like, Ooh. Yeah. And this is all before I got that was a really Were you good thankful comeback. that you didn't have to live through those times? Uh to a, a little bit I did. He Not to, to that degree. <laughs> I would have uh, yeah. he wanted to slap I didn't him. want to slap him, period. But uh but you know, that, that time period, the guys were still very, you know, they were very protective of our industry. Sure. And, um, 
And, and so, yeah, it was like, people were like, oh, I can't believe that wrestler slapped, you know, yeah. slapped him. And it was, it was awesome, man. They did such. I was going to say that, that all of that, I mean, that that's the controversy. That, that's the buzz that I remember. Yeah. So it works. So the idea that they were protective, it, that was a great move. Yeah. And that was Andy's deal too. I mean, he was yep. so he loved wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and that was his idea. And he, I mean, he went to the hospital. He stayed in the hospital. I mean, all of it. He was so great. He was so he was so invested in that, yep. and it paid off big time for him. Yeah. Is there anybody in wrestling that you don't like? Like a, a a competitor that we all know of, or you're like, I never liked that guy. He was always no. There's 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 guys. I mean, it's just like any business that there's guys that you like, and there's guys that you don't like, and but they never got under your skin, kind of thing, you know. Not uh, more. Did they ever get real in the ring? My my issues more so. I can always. I mean, business being business, like I can talk. I, I may not like you personally, but I'm gonna when I come into a dressing room or when I come into an arena, I'm gonna go up to you and I'm gonna. I'm going to shake your hand. Right. And that's all I have to do. Right. Right. But it's it's just a matter of respect that I have for everybody that I work with. Right. I'm not going to go out and drink with you. I'm not going to party with you. I'm not going to, you know, but I will do that. And then there was a lot of guys that that um, I didn't particularly care for on a personal note. Right. Because I feel like some people, it seems just from the wrestlers we had on the show the other day that were a newer breed and talking about, they seem like they were being uh, professional or a lot more professional with their bodies. Mm. And say, I was like, you guys all get wasted after the show? He's like, not, uh, no, not every. It's not no. like that anymore. Sure, there's a few, but it's not like back in the day where it <laughs> yeah. wasn't. But they have examples to go by where they, it's, you, there's no longevity to that. Right. Yeah. No, the guys, they absolutely are, are they take better care. They don't have the bad habits. And it was just, it, it was kind of the culture. It was, yeah. you know, the guys blew off steam by going to the bar and, and drinking, and then sometimes it manifested into something far worse. Right, but uh, it's still one of the most amazing humans on the planet is an American wrestler in the 80s that was doing this, getting hurt, being mangled, doing bumps at the strip club, like just and being a giant human on top of it. Like everywhere I go, I'm twice as big as all of you. And it's like, who's that? Like, come here, like a beer. Like it's like you're doing a life where Were you there? <laughs> the hell? I was in the skateboard corner <laughs> pretending to be you guys. <laughs> yes. I'm a little wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Anyway, oh, man, how about, it, is, it is wild. Though, to, how about the, that commercial we did? <laughs> <laughs> I was so hyped to, to see your name on there. Uh, it was a lot of fun. That was, that was really cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, that was a good switch of subjects right there. <laughs> we were about to go down a, we were about to go down a road. I didn't know that there was an end to there. I'm pretty sure this is my cue to leave. <laughs> Do you, hey, would you slap me before I leave? I'd love to. Yeah. Because he, he literally I, has to go get his kid from school. So, oh, I'm not. No, I don't want to slap you. Oh, you don't want to because it would be good for the show. Yeah, it would be great for the show, but it wouldn't be. No, I'm, good for you. No, okay, no, fair enough. No, good. Just let it be known. I was prepared to die for the show. That's. I like that. That's that's. If you got up and was like, I don't even really like you, kid. Get over here and I'll slap you. I'd be like, Tony, I love you, man. Let's do it. Wow. Yeah. He got hit by Jamie Hader. Jamie Hater. Yeah. Oh, okay. She slapped me and she elbowed me because I, I said, how do you elbow someone in the face? 
And she's like, I could do it. And I was like, okay, go. And then she elbowed me in the sh in the collarbone. Okay. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were going to hit me in the head. No, 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 it's here. Here, you can't hit people in the head. <laughs> Why not? Because then you actually injure them. Oh. I was like, wait, it's not in the face. She's like, yeah, we can't elbow you in the face. That would like kind of knock you out. I was like, oh, I see that <laughs> angle. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I'm a dinosaur, man. He slapped him in the face. Yeah, I'm a dinosaur. <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> I'm a dinosaur. You put me on a spot like that. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to rail you. That, that's just. That's I'm just, glad yeah. she came up before you. Then. Yeah, yeah. No, that's just. You know, off camera. Yeah, okay. This is how this happens. But on camera, I got to protect my business. Man. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna knock it out of you. I respect that. I'll tell you, I'm sorry later. <laughs> I'll tell you, I'm sorry later. But. Uh -huh. Well, he would endure that for yeah, the show, we, just so you know. Well, we'd, we'd uh, have to do that. Like yeah. and describe, baby. I'll just be asleep over here in the corner. Don't worry about it. I'll wake up eventually. <laughs> hey, Tony, <laughs> how many hits that get? You know what's crazy is he's, been, you know how many times he's seen me go, hey, Tony, like, where am I? Like, it's yeah. quite a few, so it yeah. wouldn't be like too much of a surprise yeah. for him. You would fit right in with my, my crew, guys. You really would. Hell yeah. You're like Triple H. Like Triple H, he doesn't have any he doesn't have any bad habits or you know, he never drank or he, but he was always out with us. Who am I like? Huh? Who am I like? You're just about like everybody else. Like oh, <laughs> you're all uh, the people you heard stories about. All the people you heard stories about. That's you. Yes. Yeah, you would you would you would assimilate really well into, into that group. I think yeah. if I was like way taller, I could have been a great wrestler. Well, dude, I, you'd be fine out in this day and age. I mean, look, I like bouncing Darby off was, stuff. Yeah, Darby. Yeah, a, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah he's a little point. dude. Yeah. He's a little dude. That's crazy. Like, like when I came up, like everybody was just enormous, right? right. Yeah, everybody had to be three hundred pounds and six foot five, and they wouldn't contemplate a guy that could do somersaults, yeah. right? It was only right. Is it uh, who's the first little guy that well, was successful? Ray Mysterio right, was, was, was really successful. And right. guys like, you know, Eddie Guerrero was, was, was phenomenal. I mean, he was phenomenal. He wasn't a big guy. Yeah. He, he, he was, he was, you know, he was pretty buff, but yeah. he wasn't a really big guy. Kurt Angle. I mean, oh, yeah. I mean, who cares? He went on an Olympic gold medal wrestling. Right. Well, I mean, yeah, that's, that's easy. But I mean, he wasn't. A, <laughs> yeah. He. We're talking about the real thing now. Yeah. yeah. Right. That was minor leagues. Yeah, that was the minor uh, leagues. Uh, Ask me, uh, okay, what do you get paid in professional wrestling <laughs> as opposed to getting that gold medal? No, but <laughs> but phenomenal. Just you know. But now, yeah, there's a there's a lot of guys now that you would think like, wow, that's not a very big guy. Yeah. And they're just incredible. The things that the guys do today, they're they're like video games. They really are. That's what it's like in skateboarding. I mean, it's just incredible. Yep. Like, I, the things they do, things I couldn't even imagine, right? My, my creativity wasn't even anywhere close to what they're actually performing in the ring. Yep. Um, I do think it, it kind of, it, as great as they are and, and, you know, athletically, I think they need, you know, they need to pull back a little bit on it just for their own longevity. Oh. Because what happens... A lot of times with these guys that, that work like that. They got to outdo themselves. <laughs> so yeah. good. That's that's exactly where I was yeah. going. Right. Because you rely on that athleticism. And our audience, you know it's, what your audience is. Possible measure. And if you have yeah. to do something really technically difficult, physically difficult also every night, like we know, like I've, I've done some pretty hard tricks, but if I did that particular really hard trick every night, that's a 50-50 that one of them's going bad. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Because I'm more, I'm testing my, I'm pushing it You're pushing to the, the limits. absolute limit to make it. Exactly. Which means a lot of times that doesn't work. And that's exactly what a lot of the guys do. Right. They're, they, they can't, I, I'm a story, I always come, consider myself a storyteller mm. when I'm in the ring. I'm trying to tell you a story. Eh. I'm not, I, wrestling to me is not about wrestling moves. We use the wrestling moves to help tell the story. Yeah. Now there's kind of a switch kind of moving now where it's all about the moves and, oh, and wow. being able to do these things. Yeah. But what happens and you know, with our audience, our audience becomes, they get so desensitized. Like, okay, this guy is on the top rope. He does a double backflip onto a guy on the floor. And you've now they've seen you do that a couple of times. Yep. Now they're like, I've seen you do that. Yeah. Right. So what do you have to do? Now you've got to add a twist. Now you've got two flips and a twist. And now you you you've raised the 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 you know degree of difficulty exponentially yeah. to you know and then you figure out all the times that you do that yeah. within any given match and I'm sure it's 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 the same in, in y'all's world you're only a couple of inches away from something really catastrophic yeah. happening yeah. Yes. right as I can yeah. attest with my <laughs> last injury yes yeah it's the same thing. You know? Yeah, it'd be like if he had to do a 900 at every demo. Oh, my god, He wouldn't be sitting here. I mean. I, I tried. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's just, yeah. I mean, that's just the thing. You, 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 for longevity's sake and, and you know, just your taking your, your threat level out of what you do. Yeah. You just. Yeah. So less acting these days. <sighs> like less off. You know, with the drama, you know, like someone did this, and then and then they're gonna fight. Is there less of that? It's 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 there. I don't think it's as it's done as well. Okay, because, because I don't think they have enough. Um, a lot of the guys, some do, but a lot of the guys don't have enough life experience, right? To draw from. Is it because they're younger? I just think they've they they've come up differently. Okay, you know. Um, and I'm, and again, I'm. There's no one more proud of the evolution of our business yep. to being where it is now, and and the way that the athletes are treated. Right. I mean, it's it's night and day. I mean, the guys are are, are taken care of now. Good. And and that is good because yep. you know we it wasn't always like that. But yep. you you guys were, were paving the way for that in mm, yeah. the most difficult circumstances. E exactly. And I mean, and, we feel the same way. Like when you when you look at skateboarding and especially our type of skateboarding. Now they have foam pits and right. you know soft right. landings. And we're like, wait, we didn't, what? Right. What are you talking about? And you think, well, <laughs> that's really brilliant. Yeah, it's but, brilliant. But, oh, I'm not saying if they had to put it up when I was a kid that I wouldn't have used it. I definitely would have yeah, used yeah. it. Yeah, you would have. But yeah. it wasn't an option because it wasn't thought yeah. of. It wasn't an option. Yeah. yeah. And it, it's, you know, it was the same way with us. So it, it's, it's good. It, it, it's good that we've evolved into that. And, and you know, wrestlers are treated just like uh, you know, any other major sports franchise team, you know, with all the, the medical attention and trainers and all of that. But they they don't have the life stories and the stuff to draw from. Yeah. When I left when I left school and I'm trying to make it in wrestling and nobody everybody's told me that it, it's you know I'm I'm stupid for doing it and yeah. you should do this. I'm there, and I'm not gonna help I'm not gonna take anything from anybody now. I'm not gonna take any help because you know this is my decision. I'm gonna do it. I'm living in my car. Right. right? I'm, I'm, you know, I'm bouncing in all the bars that I can bounce and fighting people just to, so I can make five bucks an hour. Right. But later on, 
when I'm trying to tell a story on TV, you know, I know exactly what it feels like to get hit right. blindsided yeah. and, or, or, you know, or get stabbed or, or get hit with that. You, you just, yeah. you know, those are things like I know how to draw from that. Right. And I don't know that these guys, most of these guys today have that and that hurts their storytelling. Right. If you make it through, then you are, you'd have more character. You've, yeah. you've built a tolerance. So, you've, you've been through it. Yeah. It is what it is though. I mean, yeah. it, it, the product is different and, you know, I'm not gonna, you know, it's just the way it is. And I, I you know, I prefer the way I came up. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, well, we're also it, thankful for you to come this far and to tell your stories because I think that's hugely important to the history of it, also just to the, to the lessons learned yeah. because, um, a lot of people could come in and out and then be like, no, nah, I'm done with that. I don't, I don't even want to talk about it. Yeah. And so I think it's cool that you still surround yourself with it and, and, give these lessons and these stories to the new generations and yeah. that you're doing good like you're you know what i mean you you're totally here and you're healthy and you seem like you're happy and it's like all those things he went through he, he's he's doing great now so like what's yeah. your seat you're like what are you like if i was a wrestler i'm not even a wrestler just yeah how do you how do you do how do you make it this far with going through all that stuff you you, you know I, I honestly i've been incredibly blessed and then having you know, and being, I guess it's really unfortunate, but, you know, seeing a lot of my friends die. Yeah. Right. I mean, that has really been a sobering, and I've, I've buried way too many friends right. um, in this business. And it's just like, man, you know, I never saw that one coming, Sorry, dude. you know. Right. But so it's good that the, the, these guys today don't have the same habits yeah. and the same, yeah. you know. Well, well they ha and they have you as an example. Yeah. To, I mean, it could be done, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, living the, proof. That's, yeah, yeah. that's, yeah. Um, yeah. I do want to tell you before you go the, uh, so you met our friend Rick and mm -hmm. walked in. Um, he texted me just minutes later after he left. He goes, I just realized it's The Undertaker. <laughs> He's hit his head a lot too in his defense. Yes. Yeah. But the, <laughs> he wanted you to know that there was a BMX trick called The Undertaker. Oh, really? If you didn't know that. I yeah. did not know that. Yeah. Oh, it so, was pretty cool. I have to look that up. Yeah. yeah. He was probably like going, who was that old fucker that was there when you got there? Like, oh, no, no. Oh, he's oh, he's oh. our age from the same. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yeah. He, he he identifies with people who are, who've, who've <laughs> done a lot of active stuff right. like we have. Yeah. So I think he probably recognized that. And then when he was leaving. Come on, leaving, guys. Like, we're oh, not too it. old for this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we just, anyway. We just have to alter it a little bit. That's all. That's all it is. That's all it is. Man. Hey, thanks for making time for us. Yeah, man, I really enjoyed really it. Cool. Honor to talk to you, man. Straight making, from Tyson's show to ours. What an honor. I'm making both of you guys honorary wrestlers, man. You've definitely got the mindset yeah. for it. Yeah. Woo! I suplex fools. So you suplex fools. Hell yeah. yeah. I drop fools on their head. I got I got a couple moves. You'd be surprised. I bet you do. I do backflips off the ropes. Just, or just take a board and smash somebody with it. Right? That's the one thing I didn't do is Beat people with my skateboard while wrestling. See that was when a you miss. totally can't. That was I a miss. Right? I have I have w that prop skateboard it. that oh, oh, so, with the rubber. tacks on it. Yeah, no, no, I have the prop with that's rubber, but oh, it looks you, it looks solid. That? Yeah, that's a good one. I got I stole it from a, a TV set. I'm doing a wrestling <laughs> fight. I got hit in the head with it on the on the show, <laughs> oh, so, so yeah, well, I took you, it home. You deserved it then. You you took it. Thank with you. It. That's good. Yes. That's good. All right. Well, hey, thanks again. That was that was a blast. Thanks, guys. I enjoyed it. Like and describe.